Hey, Keaton, it's, uh, you can always tell a lot about a team and kind of their resolve after the kind of the first loss of the season. How would you say, what was the vibe of the guys, the kind of the morale on the way home, and, and then as you kind of reconvened uh, uh, this morning? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's obviously unfortunate and no one's happy about it, but um, I think we got a really tough team here. We've battled through a lot of adversity already early in the season. Um, again, although guys might have been a little bit more down, I think um, that's something Kalani even talked about in the locker room is, you know, being tough is you be able to handle adversity. And I thought, you know, while guys might have not been happy um, on the flight home, I thought guys were, were doing their best to kind of keep their resolve and stay tough. And this morning, too, you know, you got to move on and focus on the next week. You can't let one loss lead to multiple. You know, you got to move on and, and uh, put it into it and get a win the next week. After watching the film, does anything kind of stand out to you from the Kansas game maybe that you could have done differently or that you thought worked really well? Yeah, again, there's always things you can do differently. I could pick up a handful of plays and say I could have done this better and make a better read decision here. Uh, I think everyone could probably do that. Um, but, again, I think there were still a lot of good things, and I think we made progress in a lot of areas. Um, and some areas we need to improve on a lot. Um, obviously, the run game's uh, you know something we need to improve on, but that's beyond the O line. You know, as a you know perimeter, as a quarterback, I need to make better decisions in the RPOs. As running back unit, we know we can hit the holes better at times, and uh, it falls on all eleven of the guys. It's not just on one unit or one group in particular. Go ahead, Jake. Yeah, Keaton, a uh, day shorter in terms of preparation this week as you welcome in Cincinnati. What changes for you in terms of having just one less day? Yeah, it just kind of expedites the whole process. You know, I need to watch more film earlier in the week, uh, especially yesterday. Um, need to get treatment and watch more film yesterday, whereas it's usually have more time throughout the week. But uh, they're a day shorter, too. Um, and it's only one day. It's not like we're doing anything crazy here. So I think the biggest thing is just getting your body right. Um, and getting your your uh, you know rehab in, and getting your body physically prepared and and mentally prepared too, with a little bit less pre- preparation time. There's been some made with BYU fans about day games versus night games for you guys and your records and such. Do you have a preference on when games are played, or do you care? <laughs> um, I kind of joke like I would like to play under the lights at 2 p.m. That would be ideal. You know, I hate waiting all day um, to play in the night games, but I do like playing at night. The atmosphere and under the lights, it's really fun. Um, and he brings great energy, um, and same thing to the contrast. You know, I like day games because you don't have to wait in the hotel all day, uh, but I would like to play under the lights too. So uh, there's kind of positives and negatives to each, but I know that, you know, here, uh, especially the atmosphere and stuff, it's it's great at night, and I know guys and, and the fans are really excited to, to play under the lights at LES. Let's put you in a dome is what we got to do. Right <laughs> yeah, probably. Thank you. Go ahead, Sean, and then Mitch. Yeah, Keaton, kind of turning the page and moving forward to Cincinnati a little bit. I know you probably haven't done like a full deep dive study on them, but is there anything that kind of just like jumps off the page at you watching them just casually or the few clips that you have? And maybe I could posit one. Like they seem to have a really good defensive line in particular. They've got a lineman that they call the Godfather because his name's Dante Corleone. So like maybe that's one. But is there anything else that kind of just like jumps out about them? Yeah, I think they're just a they're really physical defense. I think that's the first thing that kind of sticks out to me. Um you know, more odd structure than we've seen, I think. But also, you know, again, their front front three, really front seven, I guess, are pretty 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 talented on the back end too. Their DBs do a good job of uh, seeing concepts and um, you know understanding when to jump stuff and when not to, and when to stay in their zones. Uh, they run a lot, of man. They're pretty aggressive too at times, uh, but then they do good good job disguising too at times. So 
Um, they're a really good sound defense. Uh, again, they got some some good players on their defense, so it'll be a good challenge for us. Ethan, how big of a focus coming into this year was uh, you know the deep passing game for you, and, and through four weeks, your your assessment of how that's that's going thus far. Yeah, I mean, it's always been a I think focus of Coach Rod, and really been a part of our identity here before I even been a part of it. So. Uh, it's definitely been called a lot in practice. Um, you know, we could still be better, but I think at times we've done a good job hitting the deep shots. Um, I think especially, you know, thinking after the pick six, answering with the big shot to chase, that was huge. And uh, we've been getting better at go balls. Um, and that's something that, you know, I learned a lot from Jaron watching his tape last year. And, um, again, I think he's done a great job, you know, as a whole. And uh, we still be better. Um, I think there's a lot of opportunities still left on the field. But um, it's definitely something that, you know, we've – been able to kind of uh, rely on when we need to create a spark. Let's go, Kevin, and then Jason. Yeah, speaking of some some deeper deeper shots, and Keelan Marion, you've seen you've connected on him uh, a couple of times in the last couple of weeks. But what do you think he needs to do? Um, and just your perspective on his evolution in this offense, and maybe playing a bigger role um, with some injuries to, in the wide receiver room now. Yeah, Keelan's a great player. Uh, he's really elite speed and great route runner. I think for him, just get more and more comfortable with understanding the offense as a whole. Um, you know, with the new guys, new receivers especially, it's it's always hard to kind of replicate that because it just takes time and, uh, you know, reps and, and uh, time studying the, the playbook and the call sheet. So um, he's done a great job. He's always asking me, you know, for the call sheet and uh, things he can do better. Uh, but, again, it kind of takes time and repetition, and uh, I think he'll, he'll help – you know, he'll look to get better and better each week as we get throughout the season. And uh, again, we're happy to have him. Eden, playing in P5 games is obviously nothing, you know, big for you. You've done a lot, played in a lot of those. I, but with what BYU fans have wanted and waited for for so long, you've, what kind of atmosphere do you expect Friday night at Lavelle Edwards Stadium when fans finally get their opportunity to have that home game? Yeah, uh, I'm really excited. I know I've obviously been a part of it, but it's such a big deal to to the guys who have been here for so long and the community uh, and, you know, the fan base. I think, you know, been waiting for almost over a decade, really, for this opportunity as a fan base. And even after the game last week, so many fans at the game were saying, hey, like, um, looking forward to seeing you Friday night. Can't wait for Friday night. And I think um, that's the exciting thing is the optimism and, and also just the excitement to, to go play under the lights and first conference game, Big 12 game at home. Um, I just feel personally a lot of excitement um, from the fans. And uh, I think even seeing the first two non-conference games at home be so packed out and so such a great atmosphere, I think you know I'm, I'm excited to see what a conference environment will look like. Go ahead, Jay. Eden, a lot's been made that you threw the ball 51 times. Obviously, you had to um, the other day. But what's the optimal for you and for this BYU offense? What What is the optimal run-pass balance in your mind? Um, it's a good question. You probably have to ask A-Rod analytically where we want to be at. Um, I'd probably guess it's somewhere between 60-40%. Um, but I think for the most part, again, we were down a lot. Um, trying to get back in the game, that's going to factor a lot. And um, you know, so much of our offense too is predicated on the run game, uh, setting up play action and screens and and whatnot. So I think uh, you know, once we get that going a little bit more, and we will, um, that's gonna you know, you're gonna see more balance, and then you're gonna see you know more explosive plays too as a result of it. So six, uh, sixty run, forty pass. Is that- 
Uh, I, I would say 60 pass, probably 40 run. I don't know, though. It depends on the team. It's hard to say week to week. But if I had to guess what A-Rod would say, I would guess that. But, again, I'd, I'd probably just ask A-Rod what, what he thinks.